Turn it up. Get ready. You're tuned in to VO Buzz Weekly. Weekly. The show where aspiring voice actors, established VO pros, and curious fans alike get to meet and learn from the mega successful talent in voiceover. Hear their personal stories. Find out how they became so successful. Learn their secrets and join them at the top. And I'm Chuck Duran. Welcome to an awesome new episode of VO Buzz Weekly. Heck yeah. We have Joyce Castellanos on the show today. Mm -hmm. She is awesome. You guys are going to love her. Promos, promos, promos. We're going to (laughs) learn. Are you ready? Here we go. Guys, our guest is one of the sweetest and most loved women in voiceover. She was a promo director at NBC, Disney Channel, and the WB for over 10 years and a promo agent. She is a well-respected teacher and... I don't know. I gotta tell you, I think love her. she's. Uh, but uh, she also, <laughs> I, she also is co-founder of One Stop VO with her partner Jean Cordes, and we are so thrilled to get buzzed with our wise and lovely dear friend Joyce. Yes. Thank you so this much. Is the... <sighs> yeah, and the crowd goes wild. <laughs> okay, calm down, everybody. Hi, calm Joycey. down. Hi, Joycey. Hi, guys. So, I always so, call you Joycey. I can't You do. Stop. That's okay. We do. You can. Um, you guys need to know, A, not only is uh, Joyce extremely busy helping you guys out, um, but... She has taken time off of her busy schedule to drive all the way over here. Well, how long did it take you? Ten minutes? Oh yeah, that much. Yeah, an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> okay, and uh, and and we're very grateful that you did that and took time off to to share with us, share with them. Uh, we have known Joyce for a long time. long time. We work together all the time, and I gotta say, before we start our little interview, that almost everybody that I talk to. And by almost, I mean that, you know, the people that know you, almost everybody that I, that, that I talk to, whenever we get in a conversation and your name comes up, they all say the same thing. And they do this, oh, I love Joyce. Joyce. <laughs> and it's so great. Because even on the show here, we've had some people on the show and they're like, yeah. oh yeah, Joyce Castellanos, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, they all have the same exact reaction mm-hmm. when your name that's very kind. Why do you kind. think that is, Joyce? That's going to be your first question. <laughs> Why do you think that is? That is just very kind. I don't know. <laughs> I wish I knew. I mean, I love people, obviously. Yes, I mean, do. I do. And people, you know, they just have been very kind to me. And my goal is to help people make themselves more comfortable and yeah. and have more confidence and if that's what it's doing then I'm happy. Yeah. Well, you're a champ, man, and we love you so much. And uh you also have a pretty uh I thought I had a cool license plate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what is it? Mama VO? Mama, Mama VO. Okay, so now when you see a car driving down the street that says Mama VO, Honk at it's her. Pull her over, okay? Do whatever you need to do to say hi, get her autograph. You can sell it oh, on yeah. eBay for like a lot of bucks. Oh, the autograph these days. is it's ah. priceless. <laughs> it is. I mean, there's no a giant in my own mind. big enough for that. Oh, okay, okay. We're going to get serious. Yeah. 
Yes. Take out your pencils, ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, take out your pencils. So I want to ask you, you know what's funny is that I've known for you for all these years and I've never asked you this question. So I'm so excited. I was talking about it earlier. Um, can you give us the background on how you actually got into promo directing? Yes. For networks? It was kind of odd. I was working at the network. I was working at NBC in programming. Decided I wanted to change. Went out to do some advertising. Found I couldn't wait to get back to television. So I went back to television. Mm -hmm. But in order to get in, you had to go in through, you know, there were jobs were very difficult. So they said go in through a temp agency. Signed up at the temp agency. The first job they called me on was NBC promo. Mm -hmm. I never left. Wow. So I was assistant. At that time, it was secretary uh, to the VP right. before be yeah. they became assistants. And as I was working there, I started getting trained down in the bays, mm -hmm. in the audio and video bays. And then I started training people coming in, but I was still a secretary. And at some point, I finally realized. You said a secretary? Secretary. <laughs> secretary, okay. And I could Seriously? speak. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding with you. <laughs> and, and at that point, I finally went to my boss and said, I want to be there. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. Wow. He said, next one open up, you come in. So that's how I got into it. Wow. Isn't that funny? But, but I was in promos forever and really saw a whole well, you got side to see of it. all the different yeah. sides of it, which only makes you a better director. The writing, producing, yeah. the directing. Mm -hmm. I, my first person that I ever directed was Don Lafontaine. No, it was not. Oh, my word. And you should have seen. We hear that guy's a troublemaker. Oh, he was so cool. <laughs> people at that time, Yeah. people were like, oh, my God, Don's coming in. Don's coming in. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Understandably, he was, he, you needed to respect yeah. his time. Mm -hmm. But they were, like, so fearful. And you get an idea of what I'm like. So when I saw Don, it's like, Hi, Don. How's it going? Well, we became fast friends. Of course. I, he had a little daughter. She would come in, and and at that time, she was a, an infant. She was six months yeah. old. Yeah. She would sit on my lap. Aww. We And we would talk while he did his thing. In the bays at NBC, other than one bay, there weren't booths. Yeah. There was one bay that had a booth. The rest of us were just all, it was just here we were, there was right the announcer. The so I would oh. hold Sky on my lap. Wow. And he would do his thing. She was perfect. He was perfect. Off we go. Yeah. So, so, that, that so was, the 30 second session. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Do you but remember he was great. What it was for? I don't. It was one of the early shows, the 80s, one yeah. of the yeah. mid 80s yeah. um, shows. And I don't remember what yeah. it was for. And Danny Dark was our, our voice guy, mm -hmm. but, but I wasn't working with him when I first came in uh -huh. because I was later in the evening or yeah. whatever. And Danny was brilliant also, just so fantastic. Did you also have the opportunity to work with Danny later on? Oh, Danny yeah. was once the one I worked with most oh, okay. because he was our full-time. Exactly. Um, the movies and the heavy stuff was Don. Wow. So you've yeah. worked with like two of the, of the, the icons. greatest icons yeah. of all time. So let me ask you something about Don LaFontaine because mm -hmm. we love him. Yes. Uh, Indeed. Uh, when he came into a session, what did he act like? 
Was he like, you know, crazy or, or mellow? Oh, no. Don was very mellow. Mellow. He was very mellow. He knew he was all business as far as, okay, he was prepared to do his thing. Yeah. But he was very friendly. When, you know, if you were prepared and you were, you know, working, he was, he was really great. In yeah. fact, my son was very young at the time. Yeah. And so I would always get a phone call while we were there. Ah. And so, oh, Randy, okay. Blah, blah. And um, Don would come in at, at his sessions after that and he'd go, so, how's the Rando doing? <laughs> That's he great. would always yeah. ask how Rand was doing because yeah. we'd always have that that yeah. joke That's about great. that. That's so, so cool. Yeah. He was, was he, great. How well, how difficult was he to direct? Oh, <laughs> let me see. He wasn't difficult to direct because you didn't direct him. Really? You really yeah. didn't. It was too fast, too slow. Thank you. It was great because he was he was the pro. Yeah. Danny Dark, the same thing. That's really cool. The pro at that time. These, you know, it, there weren't. Uh, that there wasn't that huge glut of yeah. of people. Yeah. There are wonderful voice actors yeah. all over the place today. Yeah. But at that point, it was still kind of a, a small yeah. group. And it was announcer style. It was yep. more of the announcers. So mm -hmm. they came in, they knew what they were there for, they knew what to do. Mm -hmm. And if it was, you know, you need to stretch it a little, you need to shrink it a little, otherwise the read was perfect. Exactly. And you know, that was, you know, you didn't do a lot of directing. It was yeah. when I got to the WB that yeah. the style changed. Yeah. And that's when there was more directing involved. Wow, that's cool. Well, yeah. We're definitely going to ask you questions. Yeah, yeah we'll go that. back yeah. to that. Um, and I should say we're saying WB, which is now the CW. Um, the right. WB went became. away, UPN went away, mm -hmm. and CW became CBS Warner Brothers combo. Mm -hmm. That is now what was the other two. Yeah. I see. Okay, so you mentioned the announcer read. Mm -hmm. You have seen the announcer, the non-announcer, trends come and go and back and forth. It's like, right? So what, um, why do you think that change happened and, and, and where do you see it going from here? I believe the change came around the time when, when the WB came in, it was concentrating on the 18 to 34, 18 mm -hmm. to 35. Um, people were looking for something different. They wanted I think Fox probably started something like that. Mm -hmm. The fellas that um, were part of the beginning of Fox promo were also, that whole group was part of the WB. Mm -hmm. And they were setting the trends and they were, you know, they're great. Um, Bob Bibb and Lou Goldstein uh, were heading up the, the promo department and they came over and, and were doing marketing at WB. There was a need for change. Everything changes. Yeah. And as um, as the time went on, it was more about relating to that 18 to 34. Yeah. They, were, they weren't looking to have somebody tell them what to do. Right. They were looking for someone to get more involved, playful, involved, yeah. get more into right. the, the time. And I think that's how it finally evolved. It was very... Interesting. The time was very interesting. Being at that inception of the, you know, the more conversational was very interesting because some people had a hard time transitioning from what they did so well and what they learned and knew so well to be able to relax and go back to 
just being one of the guys yeah. or girls. But at that time, of course, right. there weren't yeah, a lot no, of women no. doing Let's be honest, it. Yeah. They weren't there. They yeah. weren't there. Yeah. There was there one were woman. a few. They but nobody knows who she is. Tress McNeil. <laughs> Tress, yeah. Tress yeah. was in there. That's right. Uh, there were a few other women who were who were <clears throat> doing a little bit of stuff, but it was always the yeah. man's thing. And that's where things started really changing. Mm -hmm. So going into this conversational, everybody's trying to figure out what is conversational, which I have a whole feel of myself. But we what, want to know that too. Yeah. What is conversational and where is it going and why, you know, what am I supposed to do and how you, because you're still writing in a promo style mm -hmm. that's more exactly. announcer. Mm -hmm. So you had, the, even the writer producers had to change the way they, did things and still keep the information that they needed right. going. Right. So it was an interesting time. And because a lot of new people were coming in into the promo area and with these changes, you had to really understand how to direct. And you had to understand as a, as a director mm -hmm. what the intent was of the writer-producer, how to get the performance out of the the talent, mm -hmm. and because it was also helping them make that transition. Mm -hmm. So it was a very interesting time. I bet. Very yeah. interesting it's time. It's always interesting when yeah. change comes, right? Yeah. Well, let's talk about the, the conversation. Yeah. What is your, what's your view non-announcer. You know, there's still, because here's the thing, you know, a lot of people that started in voiceover were in radio. Right. You know, and right. you know, Joe Cipriano and all these people that we know that are on networks, a lot of them started radio, so they some they kind of like said, okay, I can, I can be more conversational, but there's a whole fluke of other men and women that find it really hard yes. to get out of that whole thing. So how can they ease the pain? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it is, to me, yeah. the, uh, the idea of conversational is about phrasing, mm -hmm. um, that it's not, every word is individually spoken. Right. It's the phrase, every word is individually spoken, where it, it has a, a meaning to it. Mm -hmm. It's not flat, it's not dead, it's not boring. It's how you would talk to somebody. It's having somebody in front of you that you want to share this information with. Right. Still keeping the energy, still understanding your parameters. You still have, sure. you know, uh, timings that you have to meet. You have to understand that. You have to understand how to tell your story, but without selling it, but telling it. And that right. was one of the things across the board in voiceover. Don't sell it, tell it. Yeah. That's the, you know, that's one of the the keys, but people get confused with conver with conversational, like they kind of lose their energy. Mm -hmm. Right. But it's not about losing the energy. Color. It has color. It has nuance, subtleties. Um, I remember <laughs> working in one one great one with Scott Rummel. Yeah. Scott came in to do a Supernatural, and he's phenomenal. He yeah. gives his his read on this one spot, and yeah. I said. That's really, of course, it's really good, but you know, I want a little more, a little more spooky or something. I gave a, a little adjective. Yeah. Turned around, gave it just the right nuance, and brought it home. And it was like, okay, that's yeah. good. Yeah. It's understanding those, um, you know, the attitudes yeah. and the that nuance, but still having it feel like a real thought, something mm -hmm. you're telling, mm -hmm. instead of saying, 
I'm here to do this. You're you're saying I'm here to do this. You're you're right. actually just giving uh, you know a point of view. Yeah. However, there are I am noticing that on some of the heavier shows, mm -hmm. they're going back to a little bit yes. more of the announce and announce more uh, just a larger than than life. Yeah. But still, the phrasing yeah. has more of the conversation. Yeah. The flow. Yeah. It, and so that is really interesting, and and I think that's great. Some of the shows really need more urgency, more right. energy. Yeah. Right. They right. do, they really mm -hmm. do. And I'm yeah. glad that they're doing that. I think that they figured out that if a promo comes on TV and you're thinking about walking away, if you hear somebody come on go, coming up next on, you know, blah, blah, you're probably not going to care because they don't care. Yeah. Right, <laughs> But when right. they hear, you know, an all-new How to Get Away with Murder starts in three, two, one, and you're like, whoa, what the hell is that? <laughs> it's like reach down and grab exactly. you right. I sit there and I'm watching, Stacy and I are watching TV and we hear promos like for, uh, how, how to, to get, get away with murder, murder scandal, and scandal yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. And it's just like in your no face. Joke. Exactly. You don't want to exactly. get up off your seat. It's appropriate. Yes. You know, that's the whole thing. And I've always yeah. been saying that, you know, I, you want the 20-something, that's great. You want the 30-something, great. You want the older, that's fine. Go where it's appropriate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What shows are you doing? Yeah. You know. Well, I was going to say one thing. I love. Well, I, I have to brag for a second about because you were my promo agent for a while. I was. And I have to brag about both <laughs> of you actually because <laughs> I remember you calling me one day and saying. Uh, the first promos I ever booked were with you for The Hub. And you were like, okay, so, you know, we've got you, you know, The Hub. And I was like, okay, well, are you sending the audition? You said, no, 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 you got them from your demo. <laughs> I was like, this is so easy. <laughs> this is not hard. But I just remember that being like, <laughs> and I thought, oh, yeah, enjoy this moment, little girl. Yeah, that's not how yeah exactly. But, but it was so wonderful working with you. But I do remember you saying, that it is so important to find your signature voice and your marketability. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, me, for example, it is just stupid. Go, well, I'm going to be a history channel. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> like the, his the history of Barbie dolls? Like what? No. You know, it's just yeah. knowing yeah. where you fit and doing your research. So what could you say to people watching out there? You know, what suggestions could you give them? Because, mm. yes, some people can do everything. Right. But some people... Most people don't. Can't do Nickelodeon and ABC dramas and National Geographic. So what are some thoughts on that? My feeling is, and Jean and I both, when we work with people, that's our goal, is to help them find where they're appropriate. Mm. You know, as an individual, you watch television, you check out the different shows, the different, I call them affinity channels like HGTV, DIY, yeah, anything right. that's that's based in specific, you know, work. Um, check it out. See where you feel your, your voice print, your audience works. That's really important. Yeah. And be honest. Don't try to be all things to all people. That is not Necessary. Yeah, that's actually one of Not the worst necessary. things that you yeah. can do yeah. because then if this it it's like Jess Harnell always says, don't show people your kryptonite. kryptonite. Exactly. Only show what you're great at because <clears throat> if you're great at four things and you have one fifth thing on that demo that is not good, that's the one thing everybody's gonna remember. Oh, absolutely. You by. Yeah. So, and that's such a great link. point. Yeah. That's why 
to find, to be honest with yourself as to what you really do, mm -hmm. not try to be everything, that's very important. Yeah. So you have to understand what markets your your tone works to, you know, work to. I mean, if there are people with a big, rich, deep, gorgeous, a man that has his, you know, these baritone, big bass kind voices. Like, kind yeah. of like me. <laughs> right. Yes. They're not necessarily going to be as believable in comedy mm. unless it's a, an ironic kind of thing or some other kind of, mm -hmm. you know, style. But they're going to be amazing at the heavier, hard-hitting, um, everything from drama to to terror. Yeah. Okay? So you want to find your range. You want to see what's really right for you. It doesn't mean you're not going to grow into other things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But start with what is really you. Check out the, the TV, you know. Really watch the different channels, the styles. Each mm -hmm. channel, each station right. has a personality. Yep. And you have to understand who their audience is and if it's something appropriate for you. Exactly. Would I have a woman with a high voice doing World War II, you know, history? Not probably. Joyce, that is super fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but would I have, um, you know, somebody with this, this you know, uh, beautiful, rich tone do something on, you know, I don't know, on the kids' channel? Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon, Not Cartoon likely. Network. Mm -hmm. They have work. some really funny stuff going on yeah. in those, but they right. wouldn't be appropriate for most of the exactly. stuff. So don't feel badly if you, you know, can't do everything. Do what you do really well and be happy with that. You can always extend and, you know, work on other aspects later, but just do what you do really well. Love it. I'm stitching it on a pillow. <laughs> That's great. a good stitch. It's great. We should like have a plane fly by <laughs> and has a do what you do best Yeah. and leave everything else for that other guy. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, fantabulous. Um, Thank you for that. That was really cool. Why why do you think it is so important to get training in promo mm. specifically? Because. That's a good That's answer. it. <laughs> That's it. Next question. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> you know, every every area of voiceover has its own uh, its own styles, mm. its own language, mm. its own uh, kind of way of doing things. And Promo is, is just another aspect. There are certain mechanics that you have to understand. It's really important to understand that it is a business and that you know you have timing issues. You have to know how to tell your story, continuing your story, keeping it interesting. There are a lot of, a lot of people that think, look at them, they're doing it, it's easy. Well, it sounds easy because these people have Our worked their tails off mm -hmm. to do it and do it well. Yeah. So it is an area that just like animation, narration, audiobooks, commercial, they all need specific training. Mm -hmm. It's like getting your getting a master's degree, voiceover to do it well and to be competitive and to stay for any length of time for longevity as a career, you need to continue training always. Things change. Mm -hmm. Everything changes, and you have to stay up with it. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want a doctor working on me who didn't keep up with Absolutely. the new things Absolutely. that are happening. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, no, when you hear people say, I don't watch TV, <clears throat> I don't listen to the radio. Interesting. Yeah. 
how do you and how do you do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Or, or, I've even never on, seen or, or even online research. I mean, if you don't know the the game that you're playing, how do you know what equipment you need? That's right. Knowing the players, knowing yeah. you know, the online. If you don't watch a lot of TV. Mm. Check out the shows online. Find out what they're about, who they're geared to, mm -hmm. what the personality of the show is. Right. You know, what what is it that you can bring to the party? Mm -hmm. How do you get involved in it? How do you tell your story? It's really important. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. agree, man. It's, it's well, really you important. and the wonderful Jean Cordes. Hi, Jean. Uh, hi, Jean. Jean's over there. What? Jean what? Said, no, Jean, you can't do that. Put your pants back on. Okay, there you go. She's like, <laughs> like, please, please, no cameras. So, Jean would it's not hot. sign our release. No. Oh. Um, you guys have created this wonderful one stop VO. You guys have an ongoing workshops. You can privately study via Skype. Yay, if you're not Yay. in LA. Yes, or if we you're love in that. LA, you guys even go so far as you deliver. Deliver the SOTs. I always say you, you like to call them audio beds. The audio beds. You know, so even if you're not in Los Angeles, you can get that same. So tell people how they can get a hold of you. What's the best way to reach you? Blah blah blah. Give us your. I love the QVC. Give it to us, Joyce. <laughs> Give us the, the QVC. The best way right now. Joyce.castellanos at gmail.com okay. is the best we'll way that to. That is yeah. the best way to contact me right now or gene.cordis at gmail.com okay. and we'll have spellings and everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, we are in the process of getting our website up. But in the meantime, so. What did you say? Uh, we're, in the process. <laughs> we're in the, the process, process of, of getting our website up. I see. Yes. But in the, in the interim. The uh, Gmail is the easiest way to get Absolutely. it. The, the thing that we like to do is have a conference talk first. See what you need, see what you're thinking about, see what's gonna work for you. If you're out of state or uh, you know pretty far away from LA, mm -hmm. then Skype is actually fantastic. If you're in town and wanna come in, then that's great. We just wanna be able to talk first so that we know that we're on the same page. Sure. If it's not, if it turns out that it's really something that you're on the fence about, that you don't, aren't sure you want to do, and when you're sure you really want to commit to it, yeah. we want to be there to help. We do work both with audio and without, because over the years we have found that working to audio has, is, you must, you must know how to right. do that. Yeah. But... When you're doing auditions, you don't have that. Yeah. So it's really important to be able to... Pretend that you have that. Well, yes. You know, <laughs> learn how to visualize <laughs> and, and hear. Uh -huh. yeah. You know, visually see, audibly hear. Because um, when you don't have music to guide you mm -hmm. for tempo, for, you know, for attitude, you've got to come up with an idea. You have to mm -hmm. create a your vision. Right. And so, you know, we want to help in both ways. And, and you know, Gene and I watch entirely too much television because no, we don't. need to. Yeah. We need to see all the shows. We need to see what, how the trends are going. So we are definitely constantly doing that. You're trending. Listen, if you're going to a coach or a teacher and they go... <laughs> Yeah, I don't have I a TV. Got this. <laughs> yeah. Run. Yeah. Red flag, red flag. Absolutely. Yeah. If somebody has, and I don't know if you do this or not, but if somebody has like a really important audition, 
whether it be, because I know you're a great director on commercials and all that stuff as well. If somebody has an audition and they need to reach out to you and say, hey, Joyce, can you direct me on this? And they're recording at home to, to better, yeah? Absolutely. Huh? Absolutely. And I think that that's... And Gene, too. He's freaking awesome over there. Right. And I, I think that that's really a good point. Because so many times, right now, people are working home yeah. by themselves, yeah. isolated. Yes. And until you're, you're really so certain of who you are and what you're doing, it helps to have an objective ear. Yeah. And we love doing that. Yeah. Fantastic. That's a good, good. one. Check. Yeah. True or false choice? Ooh, I knew you were going to ask her that. This is a good one. Get ready. You trained as a voice actor mm. so you could be a better voice director. That is very true. That is very I true. And how cool is that? So tell us a little bit about I that. I love it. Because I and know it, a lot of people that yeah. did that. <laughs> well, well, was it your brand, your inspiration or how did, when, where did you? It was, yeah. it was. Um, that's when things were shifting to the conversational mm -hmm. and working with phenomenal people. But I realized I didn't come from an acting background. Acting is <laughs> extremely important. I have always done things on stage. I've, I mean, I've always been like emceeing things. So I yeah. wasn't opposed uh, or adverse to that. Yeah. But acting is a little different beast. So I had to understand how to talk with the actor. What's happening in the booth? How do you feel? What is going on in there? Yeah. How do you communicate? Sure. So I decided to take classes to get that side of it found out I loved it. It was so much fun. And I yeah. do love voiceover. I mean, it's mm. what I love it. But I'm not in competition with anybody. No, I, I, I have always told you, though. That <laughs> I know. You'd be so great. Because your reads on stuff are, like, so good. <laughs> I know. I mean, if you did get into voiceover, yeah. like, you'd, like, probably book everything. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm not sure. But I, but I love it. And I mm -hmm. do. And I, I understand the genres. And, and so it's really fun for me. But it so helped me direct yeah. people better because I was able to understand how to talk to somebody, how to how to communicate, how to get somebody at ease before they go into the booth. Yeah. Right. And as a as an uh, an audio director and producer at the at the network, that's where it really started where I would have somebody come in. They hadn't been in there. I'd sit them down and I'd talk to them for 5 minutes and mm -hmm. say, you know, just to let them know I was on their side. Yeah. Let them know that they were safe. Yeah. I had their back. Yeah. And I needed to know who they were a little bit more because yeah. when you know what somebody's about and some some of yeah. their, you know, information, you can help that them bring the performance out mm -hmm. by yeah. touching that mm -hmm. exactly. that base. Uh, so it would be, it was wonderful. What happened too was that sometimes, uh, you know, the VP or somebody would come by and say, we got to get them in the booth. We got to get them in the booth, please. They would be here for five minutes. They'd be in there for twenty. They'd still be out of there before half an hour. It was faster than going through and having somebody walk in the booth, really nervous mm -hmm. and not be able to calm down. Yeah, it saved time and money. Yeah. But if if I didn't know what it was like to be in that booth, and what was going on through your head as an mm -hmm. actor having to do the performance. I think it would have been more difficult to be a director that I yeah. am. That's that's brilliant. I love I, that. I know. I love and that. I love that you did that. And I love that you care enough mm. about the actor 
that you actually took time to learn <laughs> so that you can relate better with the actor. And that's so, that's why people go like, oh, I love that. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. No, but it is. And, and also just to, I love your point too, that you're on the same team, you're on their side, you have their back. Because I think even in some situations, you're, yes, you're all in there for the same, whether it's a product or a network or uh, a video game, but it's to, to remind that you all want the same thing, an amazing, yeah. Outcome. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not me against them. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's where you've got phenomenal directors in your animation area too, who, you know, understand how to draw the performance out, get right down to the character and help you find the character to bring out that you you're not acting a character, you are the character. And that's yeah. part of the whole thing with you know, with all of voiceover is being rather than thinking, as I'm sure you've heard me say a million times, yep. get out of your head and into yeah. your heart. Yeah. Think yep. less, feel more. There's those a song are, right those, there. <laughs> well, yeah, get those. out of your head. <laughs> <laughs> get into your heart. That's the new VO song, everybody. Get down. And that's really what people, I think, have to remember because they get so caught up in their heads mm. that they well, can't say anything. don't you think anything. there's a little bit of a misconception? Obviously, a video game character, an animated character, that promo, there is emotion, there is storytelling, there is acting. So, because I have heard people say or read and those, some of those fabulous chat rooms. <laughs> um, <laughs> Interesting. That, oh, promo, it's, it's different. I'm just talking. I, it's about the show. It's not about me. It's about a relationship um, with yeah. the show. Yeah. That is exactly it. Yeah. 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 Especially, and different ones, comedy, much more part of the situation inside mm -hmm. of the joke you really are mm -hmm. are more in touch with what's happening more yeah. fluctuation heavier stuff drama you're you know you know there's an intensity mm -hmm. it's your body language mm -hmm. as your body you know moves your you know your whole intent changes but it's the knowing it's right. for me it's more of the inside understanding mm -hmm. where trailer is more of the observer with the knowledge uh -huh. here you're yeah. on the inside of the yeah. of the information and you right. know what's going and on even with respect to obviously a radio promo versus a television promo radio promo has much more copy mm -hmm. and still needs a little more animation because you're not being seen yeah. and there's no no visuals to go right. with it um, so obviously there would be more copy with the radio promo because you have you don't have the visual yeah but there's there's more energy yeah, exerted yeah you can't tell the story with the visual right. you have to tell the story with right. the words exactly yeah. exactly so yeah. there is a, a, a difference in the way you present a um a radio promo yeah. and then you do with a with a television I promo i'm like this i'm like <laughs> can you feel it i'm like leaning mm -hmm. i'm like i'm so i am engrossed <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So but it's great. it's always, um, you know, promos have been my mainstay mm -hmm. for many, many years. And yeah. so I really am very passionate about what happens. And sometimes I hear things and I'm thinking, why? But it's not up to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, whoever's producing it wants what they want. But as far as understanding the styles you have to you have to train for that you have to understand yeah. that there are 
a plethora of styles. Yeah. You know, even from reality shows. Sure. Or non-scripted shows. Yeah. There are dozens of non-scripted shows, mm -hmm. but they're not all the same. No. So one read does not fit all, and that's mm. part of what the training yeah. will give you. Exactly. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And that's kind of where the acting comes into play. That's exactly Is that right. you're changing uh, everything. Characters, like the colors, attitudes, the character, yeah. All that stuff, yeah. And I love what you said earlier about uh, that Scott Rummel came in and you said, can you add a little bit more of this? And then he did the next read and he added a little bit of something that was it. And that little bit of something. A little creepier, I said. Yeah, and he and, got and, a little but, creepier. But, but he didn't go full on creep, dude. No. He just went a little. And I always tell people that. I go, I go, listen, when a director asks you to add something to the read, don't just like take the salt shaker and take the <laughs> lid off and pour all the salt into the uh, program there because you got a ruined dish. Yeah. Right. You want a speck of little different things because seasoning. That's how you, the flavors develop, well, right? It's a great way of so looking sensitive. at it. Yeah, it's so sensitive. You don't have to beat it. Yeah, right. So sensitive. Just that little subtle change of your own thought or uh, a pitch, or you know, it makes such a difference. It is the subtle nuance that makes that difference. It's absolutely true. And and when you understand that, it, you know, it makes your world come alive, you yeah, know? Exactly. Um, and it's the um, the guys that are working a lot and the women that are working a lot, they understand that. And they don't try to be bigger than the show. Exactly. Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, that's all we have for part one, but we will be back next week with part two, so join us. Yes, we will. And in the meantime, keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We love you guys so much. Thanks for watching, and just remember, you, you always, always have, have time for, for a little, little buzz. buzz. Don't just listen to VO Buzz Weekly. Watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com on their YouTube channel or on the app. VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran's Demos That Rock. Rock. The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit DemosThatRock.com and take your voiceover career to the next level. See you next time. And remember, you always have time for a little buzz.